0: It's the Face of Community and Business Podcast, introducing you to the stories behind the faces, focused on fixing today's problems with thoughtful leadership and purposeful living. Sit down with us as we get to know the individuals who make our community second to none. How you guys doing? I'm Tony Arcee. Welcome to the Face of Community and Business Podcast. Today I'm joined by our newest podcast host, Zach Karan.
1: Zach, thanks for coming back. Oh, absolutely! Thanks for having me again, Tony.
0: No, it's uh, always a pleasure, man. Seriously, getting to, to spend time with you—you you know, just uh, this friendship that I feel we're developing—is is pretty special to me. So I'm grateful.
1: Yeah, me too, man. I feel like we connect on a very different level, and I'm, I'm happy too.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. But you came in, you know, really excited about this new venture that you got going on, and I was wondering if we could yes. just, you know, <laughs> spend a little bit of time talking about this because I think it's, uh, yeah, it's just, you know, different times that we live in. That this is uh, probably. A more emerging type of business, and you're going to start seeing more of this, right? Do you, you feel?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, like I like I mentioned to you before, I had this idea right before the pandemic, and um, you know, just due to the pandemic happening, uh, it definitely put it on hold for a few for a few years, uh, and then we got started this summer. So. The name of the business is Dwellish. Essentially, what we do is we. Yes, uh, I like that. <laughs> yeah, I stayed up one night all night thinking of that name. And uh, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter about the name, but I was trying to find something that went with uh, home and, uh, but something kind of fun too. So yeah. we came up with Dwellish. And, uh, uh, you know, my girlfriend and I, you know, uh, started the business this summer. And essentially, we partner with landlords and we we design, stage, and host Airbnb. Uh, and VRBO uh, out of their out of their properties. So you know we come in and we partner with them and we make the place look Airbnb ready and uh, and we do the host and the management for them. Yeah. And uh, so far, you know, we've got uh, we've got almost five properties under our belt wow. and we're looking to add. It's a great time of year right now to dive into it because essentially we can get properties staged, like I said, designed, staged and ready for the spring market where in Chicago, Airbnb becomes travel to the city, becomes big, and then, you know, Airbnb... Uh, revenue gets you know really goes up
0: yeah, and then events too and just you know special events and the city right. and concerts
1: you'd be surprised really you know you know Chicago has always has gotten a bad rap for a long time about not being an Airbnb friendly city yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, right, well, right. I think it's due to Tenants? Uh, well or, this yeah the tenant not not the tenant ordinance so much mm-hmm. but the city of Chicago is very strict so mm-hmm we've we figured out how to navigate with them which is which is really great but you know chicago has gotten a bad rap for like having like really you know really seasonal you know airbnb you know airbnb revenue if you will and the reality of it is like the only two months that are really slow are january and february mm. You know, because it's zero degrees. <laughs> no think, one wants to be here. I don't think or people, go outside. I don't think people want to go to Chicago when it's zero out. I do they want to leave the house. They, they, they want to go to like seventy-five and in the beach. Yeah, you know. I know I do. Yeah, yeah. you know. But uh, I remember
0: uh, some friends that visited from California, and they visited Chicago in like January because something was fifty. Some <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. they were like, "What are you doing? Here? You're from LA. It's like right. seventy degrees, and it's like eight here." Right, like you can't Do anything, oh, we like, just like, want to like, just Chicago like, and see it. I'm like, no, yeah, like, come in that, July, like, yeah, <laughs> 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 like, no, winters aren't
1: all their crap. That's <laughs> so like, you should appreciate that you only have two no, seasons. No, we have like, like where this is the winter of winters, yeah, yeah. This is not like, oh, yeah, just a little snow and 35 degrees. This yeah, is yeah, it, yeah. gets dark and cold, absolutely. Um. But yeah, so to your point with the events, though, like, I mean, St. Patrick's Day kicks off Airbnb season in Chicago.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That
1: makes a lot yeah. of Yeah. I mean, you know, and then it goes pretty strong through, I'd say through October, through the end of October into November. And then the holidays actually are pretty good, too. Yeah. You know, but like I said, you know, January, and February, they'll really the only two lull months. And then. You know, and then we're, you know, and then we're rocking and rolling the rest of the year.
0: No, and I love that you said that, you know, as much as you came up with this great name, that uh, <laughs> at the end of it, no, it doesn't really matter, right? And that no, it's about no. what you provide and it's about the services and about Absolutely. And the reputation that's associated to it. Some people right. spend so much time like trying to come up with a perfect name that never name. get started, right?
1: Right. It's right. like jump, just yeah, jump, just do it. Yeah. I had a friend of mine tell me, you know, a while ago, like a serial entrepreneur, he's like. Just go with the name. You can always change the name. Right, right. He's like, work on the model. He's <laughs> like, the name doesn't mean right, anything. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know. So tell me about the
0: the inspiration behind it, because obviously you're in real estate, you've been doing real estate for a long time, very yeah. successful, now with the XP, right? Right. Um, but this idea you had uh was pre-pandemic.
1: You know, it's so funny. So it was it was spring, oh, pardon me, not spring. It was winter of of 2020. So so right before the pandemic. So it was January, February and i had i'd gotten this idea like maybe even maybe even like prior to that i'm like you know what how about we just partner with landlords like like i was coming i was i've stayed in a ton of airbnbs all over the country really all over you know all over the all over the world would yeah. you say more than hotels at this point absolutely uh, 1000% wow really oh 1000% <laughs> okay yeah i only i mean i make it a point because it's the business we're in now i make it a point to go seek out other Airbnbs. Makes
0: sense now, yeah, but, because but you were like, finding yourself doing that just uh, regardless, I right? was doing
1: it regardless. Yeah, yeah. Just because, you know, there's a, I mean, like, I'm a huge, I'm a very visual guy, you know, and I love the the very unique mm-hmm. designs that that people have done on Airbnb, you know, th- in their, with their Airbnbs. And you see, and I would see those everywhere, and I'm like, and I would go on Airbnb. I'm like, I wanna travel there really just for that Airbnb. Mm-hmm. Like, the place is great, but I wanna go, I wanna go stay in this Airbnb. Right, right, right. Right, I wanna go, I wanna go experience this. That's the starting point. 100%. Right. It was more about the, what Airbnb hosts have provided to people, that hotels try to do, but it's really a different level, is that they try to provide an entire different experience, you know, because you have access to so much more staying at these properties through Airbnb. Well, and it's also very
0: um, boutique, right? But also very like, I don't know what's, I don't know this necessarily the word I'm looking for or hard to articulate it, but this idea that it, you have self control, control within your environment. So as an Airbnb host, there's no rules, right? Like, I mean, there are certain rules you got to follow, but for the most well, part, you can be creative in how you uh, uh, want to take care of people.
1: Hundred percent. Right? And you know, on the on the on the on the guest end, like you just said, it like it's boutique, but it's very it's a unique experience. Right, right, right. right? It's right. super unique. You don't have 25 other guests on the same floor as you. Right, <laughs> right. Don't get me wrong. There are Airbnbs in you know, management style buildings, et cetera, where you do have that experience. But, you like know. An apartment complex. Apartment complex, exactly. Condominium complex, yeah, yeah. you know, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, um, but for the most part, the ones that I was seeking out definitely were yeah. very unique. And I still do that today. No, absolutely. You know, but on our end, it was more about creating like a super boutique slash unique space for somebody to come have a great experience at. Yeah. So that was my vision going into it. I'm like, and you know, and then I'm like, okay, we can we can purchase these. I can go buy investment properties and do this at, and then and then I'm like, well, wait a second. Why don't I just partner with landlords that are with with owners that already own these properties, and we have a partnership, and we design their space, we stage it for them, and then we manage it for them. Yeah, yeah. You know, but Smart. but but really just develop like really cool spaces. So. So um, then, the pandemic hit, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Airbnb travel went down. I mean, travel in yeah, general, yeah, or, yeah, I mean, everything yeah. went down. You know, like you know, so much. So, yeah. so then this last summer, and then I had a you know crazy couple of years with business and real estate. I mean, yeah, I mean it was a great thing, I mean, right? right? Yeah, in a good way, of course. Yeah, yeah. And then this last summer, I just I finally I'm like, let's get this thing off the ground, and we have.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Now, tell me about the the relationship, because I mean, that I mean, I know now you you see it; and it's more prevalent where. You know, couples, married couple, you know, boyfriend, girlfriends, uh, fiancés that are Uh working together. Yeah, and 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 there's a synergy with that. Uh, One, you just mentioned that you're a visual guy, and that your girlfriend's more of the numbers and spreadsheets and doing those things. But yeah, just tell me how it's come to be that you guys work together. You know, that um, maybe some words of wisdom in terms of finding that piece working. Uh, with someone that you're in a relationship yeah. with. you know All that, just the nuances, right? Of, yeah. of starting something new with someone that you're so close to.
1: You know, it's been, I have to really say, it's been an absolute blessing, you know, that she's in my life and that we get to do this, that we get to start this business together, you know? Um, because we are very, we have very different brains, you know? We're a lot alike, but we have very different brains. Like, I'm am a, I'm a very, very, like, right brain, visual, kind of big picture thinker you know and she is that too but she's very organized spreadsheets does the invoicing you know puts together the spreadsheets the, the checklist yeah. for when we're staging a property like that's all she's great at doing all that so i think the synergy between us on you know as we as we grow this and scale this business they go really well together yeah you know and don't get me wrong you know <laughs> it's not all you know rainbows and butterflies you know, like you know, day in day out, as we as we're trying to like, you know, get these properties ready for for the market. Well, I think that's what you we know? probably
0: appreciate about it is that 100%. you're challenging each other. The mm-hmm. idea is not just you know, it's it's iron sharpening iron.
1: We've been pretty lucky, though. I have to admit, so far. It seems like we got a you great know? relationship. I mean, yeah, we have yeah. an amazing. We have an amazing relationship. Yeah. You know, but uh, but it's funny because then you really feel like because like we both have full time jobs. Yeah. You know, and we've started this other business, but you also feel like, and we know how each other. Is on a emotional and a relationship level, right? Yeah. But now we get to work together a little bit, right? Right. So right. you really get to know somebody else on like how they how they work, how as they do things right? as a coworker, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like it's it's fun, and it, like you said, it's it's all about it. Really, is about the journey because for we've sure. had a lot of fun so far. Absolutely. And tell me about being a dad too. It's one thing we didn't get talk too much about. Yeah. The, uh,
0: how old your son now?
1: Oh man, it's like the best. It's the best thing that's ever happened to me. Um, he'll be 14 in a month. Oh, mo- in a, in a month. Dude, he's almost as tall as me. Wow. yeah, That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I'm like six one, six two ish. Yeah. You know, and he's like, he says he's 5'9", but I think, <laughs> you know, and you know how kids are at this age. Yeah, they are yeah, lanky, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, right? So yeah. maybe he just looks taller than he is because he's lanky, but...
0: Did he just grow overnight or was it like a...
1: Like in the last, like if, okay, so... It's funny. Me, his mom and I were just talking about this the other day. If you look at pictures from him, like a year and a half ago versus now, like you think it's a different person? Yeah, yeah. And it like it really was only a year and a half. Yeah. And yeah, were you I like mean, that. It, it's fun. Did I was, you shoot up? Uh, I like was overnight? let's see. F- f- he's a little bit. He's a little bit earlier than I am. Mm. Yeah, but I I was I shot up about a about six about six inches from like fourteen. No, like, like almost 15 to 16. Same. That was like 14, 14, 14 to 15. 14, yeah. yeah.
0: Freshman, freshman and sophomore. Uh uh-huh. I grew. I was sleeping all the time. I was like four foot 10. Oh, yeah. Right. I was tiny. <laughs> yeah. I was so, I thought I was like, everyone thought I was going to be tiny. I
1: had this really round face. Yeah, at, same. At, at like five, six. Same. And then all of a sudden, at five, six, though, that's pretty good. I, I was, and then all of a sudden, I grew, I, I went to six foot. And I was the same weight that I was yeah, yeah, yeah. at five six. I was I was a beanpole. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I was I was the same
0: weight at 4'10", four, four, or whatever. I yeah. I was at five eight.
1: <laughs> so like, just, <laughs> right. Right. Crazy. And it was over a summer. Many over months, a summer. But yeah. yeah. But, you, but like you said, like Miles, that's my son. He's yeah. I mean he sleeps constantly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have to. I you mean he I much. mean he goes to school. He plays sports. He's in, he's he's doing <laughs> travel basketball now. But uh. But yeah, he's like sleeps 9 hours a day. I'm like, "What do you why are you sleeping so much?" Yeah. And I'm like, "Oh, well, wait, he's growing." <laughs> yeah.
0: But you know, and and one of the things I wanted to ask you about that is just in, in terms of uh, the, being a parent, right? Uh-huh. And, and the things that you've gone through now as these life experiences. It's a different thing when if you're if you're out there on your own and, and you're living life and you're just kind of doing it but here you have this human looking up to you and probably, yeah. you know and uh, every way just thinks that you're his hero right and um and and is just proud that you're his dad so when when i was asking you earlier about you know hosting and who you wanted to connect with. One of those things was that people in recovery, right? Yeah. And you have this incredible story of, of overcoming and being sober now for over eight years, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just said um, eight
1: years last month. Congratulations, man. Thanks, that's buddy. Awesome. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's awesome. But yeah, those those challenges, those things that you've been through, and here you are, you know, smile on your face and just vibrant and, and full of energy and, and this life and this light. Um, but you obviously in some dark spots, right? And, and, and being a dad in this. What are those things that as you've evolved, as you've grown, as you've seen, you know, why you did the things that you did, um, why you resorted to some of those things, and then making the choices to not do those things? And, and all the long, all along the way, I mean, it's been you, but here you are being a dad and and just evolving. Like, what do you hope that at the end, this all translates to to be able to connect with others through your story, but more importantly, as a dad, to be able to teach your son these things too, right?
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean you know recovery has has given me has given me tools that have that have made me grow in all areas of my life you know to say the least i, I can say grow exponentially in all areas of my life like i mean tony like it's like 20 fold you know and especially as being a father you know the way i approach things with him and don't get me wrong i'm not I'm not always perfect but you know but just being having like truly like being honest you know showing love um it's okay to it's okay to you know it's okay to have fear right right you know i mean all these things that are like are really big in recovery you know and like having having a plan you know and you know having a higher power you know all of those things that i can communicate with him on you know have been like have made our relationship so great but at the same time being able to teach him as well, you know, about like, you know, about all these, about all these things that I've learned only really only learned in recovery. Don't get me wrong. We have, we, we learn life skills and so many other things in so many different ways, but that's why, you know, that's, you know, pre-recovery, I didn't have a plan for living. Yeah. I didn't, yeah. you know, that's why I was, unintentional. You know, no, no, I just, no, that's why I was drinking and drugging the way yeah. I was. Escaping, right? Escaping, exactly. You know. So like now that I have this plan, what better to share it with than with my son? Right, right. So yeah, so like, you know, and when things come up with him, you know, I'm able to be I'm able to pause. I'm able to be less reactive. I'm be able to share with him rather than come at him. Right. You know, and that's been that's been huge. Some of the conversations we have, I mean it's 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 beautiful, man. Like it's like we have some really cool honest conversations that just like are mind blowing because i think if i can be a certain way to him with these tools that i mentioned you know if i can if i can not react and i can still be still be a dad but not react and pause he he becomes more comfortable sharing things with me right no for sure and being honest with me 100% you know so that that truly has been That's been, I mean, that's been awesome.
0: And then, I mean, just that and being able to unpack those feelings, emotions, that means you're not running from them. Exactly. And you're creating those connections in the brain that makes you want to address them, right? And have someone there and understand that uh, support system. So, you know, when I'm hearing you in an eight years, you know, sober, that means six years of his life, there was uh, some some stuff going on there, right?
1: There was. And you know what? I'm so lucky in the sense of... um, you know, he never saw me. He, ne- he never saw me drunk, drunk or high. You know, Um I, I was able to keep that from him. So I'm so so grateful that he never saw that. Right. And you know, one day at a time. You know, ho- he'll, hopefully he'll never see that. <laughs> no, for sure. You know, for sure. But you know, yeah, yeah. There was six years when when uh, I was still I was still battling it, man, and it was rough. I mean, his mom will attest to that as well. I'm sure. You know, sure. I put him. I put them both through, uh, you know, through a lot. And, you know, thank God that I found, uh, I found, found recovery.
0: Absolutely. So what advice would you give to people that are in that situation that, you know, are struggling, that Mm -hmm. they have responsibilities, kids, they want to show up for life and they're just stuck, you know? I mean, we've all been there, right? But sometimes to get out of it and, and... to trust others that haven't been there or, or don't know what, you know, it's like to be in that situation, you tune out to it. But those that have been there, you seem to perk up a little more when, when they speak, right? So from that place that you were at, what was, what was it for you that um, inspired you to, to actually change and, and want to seek recovery?
1: Great question. You know, like I think at the beginning, we're all doing it for other people. Right. Like the recovery piece. Yeah. Yeah. Pardon me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Pardon me. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, you know, I, you know, like when I was, you know, when I was, you know, out there and in addiction and, you know, and and in alcoholism and doing what I was doing, I had so many signs, you know, saying, hey, you know, like do this for me. You need to do this, you know. But until I could figure out that I had to do it for Zach, I had to do it for myself, you know, then, then I couldn't, I I couldn't, I couldn't grasp it. Right. Like I couldn't grasp it. And you know, the other part of it is, is like, I could have done it for miles. I could have done it for his mom. I could have done it for my family. But like, if I'm not doing it for me, I'm not going to be all in, Yeah, you know, and, and it might sound selfish, but like, you have to be in that sense, you know, and there's so many things that you're thinking about. You're like, oh my God, I can't take time off work. I can't do this. Uh, you know, I can't leave my, my family alone. You know, I can't, you know, but like you have to take care of you. Because like the only way like I could be present for all those other things in my life is if Zach is sober. Right. Or if the person trying to get sober and step into recovery is taking care of themselves first. Right, right. Right. So I had to so it's like it's like we hear a lot, right? It's like you gotta look at the big picture and you gotta take a couple steps back to move forward. It's the same thing. That makes Man, sense. No,
0: it makes it makes complete sense. And and even for myself, like I, 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 every day is different, right? Every day presents its own challenges. But yeah. for you, you were very involved in fitness even during that time, right? So, so um, it's not like there's a secret. I, yes, sauce. I was. And reason I bring that <laughs> so up so ironic, is, right? No, I don't think it is. I don't think it is because it's yeah. not. people people look at things like there's a band aid. Like I can just uh-huh. go work out or I can just do this one thing, and oh, while yeah. it may help. You're not addressing the whole picture.
1: Right? No, no, it's a quick fix, right? Like right, I right. like what you said about yeah. the Band-Aid. Yeah. You're exactly right. Like you know what? I'm just gonna do some yoga. Oh, I'm <laughs> just gonna I'm I'm then. gonna go meditate. <laughs> I'm gonna do. Well, I hear I hear a lot yeah. from people that I love and I know that haven't gotten into recovery yet. Yeah. But they're like, you know what? I'm I've got a therapist now. I've got a great workout routine now. Yeah, yeah. I've got my meal plan down. I'm am you know like I've got I've got all these things except for the recovery part. You know, and like that that happens, you know. I don't, I don't, I, don't, I, I do my best not to judge anybody, but like, you know, but people, like, you know, the but people are trying, agree. right? Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly, you like, know,
0: like, oh, this is not going to And that's up. for me. And that yeah. might
1: work for some people. I think it's, I think, but I do think road. it's a tough road. And I think it's also very temporary because you will right, right, find right. out. I did, you know, it took me five years to get it, you know, like I started trying to get sober back in 20, 2009, 2010. You know, oh, so you're saying like eight years sober,
0: yeah, it's eight years sober, but oh, the yeah, leading up
1: to it, it took me, it took me, you know, it took me, let's see, hold on, let's go back here. It took me 13 years to get eight years, but it's eight years consistent <sighs> no, right, recently. Right. But, but oh, yeah, I was banging my head against the wall for four or five years. See, that's yeah, I mean, that's,
0: that's and that's I was, awesome. tra- and, like,
1: and listen, I was trying anything and everything, but like once until I surrendered to it, right, and I admitted it, and I knew I couldn't do it alone. I I just couldn't do it. And once I, once I did that, that was, that was the step in the right direction. Man. Yeah.
0: That's, it's, it's, it's inspiring, right? Because I think even for, I think we all have our our addictions and I don't think people are as honest about them because here for you was drugs and alcohol.
1: Right. But it could be anything else.
0: It could be food. It could be anger. It could be. Well, listen,
1: I was, I was an extremist. So like drugs and alcohol, was only an effect. Like I wanted, I wanted to work out six hours a day. I wanted to party six hours a day. I wanted to make money till the cows. You know, I wanted to yeah, make yeah. as much. Like it was never it's enough. You and yeah, i yeah, talked yeah. about this. Yeah. So like, like people, you know, other people, all, right? Yeah, and other people can, you know, it, it doesn't matter if it's drugs or alcohol. But like, you can use other things to act out, right? People, I mean, you can 100%, use anything. One hundred percent
0: worse. I think it's yeah, it's, it's the crime. So. Well, on that, you know, what's what's uh, on the horizon? What are you looking forward to beyond this business, this relationship? You know, being a dad, there's the future. You has know, got that great energy. What what uh, what can we expect? Twenty twenty three. That's
1: a lot, dude. I don't I don't yeah. know what else. I don't right, right, know what else. you here. I, I, you're <laughs> right. Hey, I, hey, amen, amen to that. Uh, no, um, no, no, we're we're super excited to grow Dwellish. I think we're we're shooting, we're shooting. We want to have twenty five units going, you know, by, by the end of, um, you know, by the end of 2023, obviously continue, continue to push hard with uh, Zach Coran group. Um, I think like I mentioned, you know, last podcast, maybe adding, you know, one to two more people and then just having the, still having the most amazing, you know, time with my son, watching him grow, you know, he's going to be in high school next year. So awesome. Yeah. Wow. He's going to be a freshman at York coming up in, uh, oh, wow. in Almhurst, yeah, yeah. Coming yeah. up in, uh, uh next year we just had that pre-high school uh orientation <laughs> yeah so cool i mean he was i was such the dork dad too like we gotta go check out this classroom and that classroom he's like dad we're done here yeah, we're going home <laughs> <laughs> but no we're we're really excited about 2023
0: well i'm excited for you and you thanks know, and I just thank you again for being a part of this excited to see you start hosting
1: and i'm so know. excited to start hosting nice, yeah man well, it's all yeah it's been a dream of mine so i'm excited.